podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This show is brought to you and associated with Labrooks. All you have to do is click the link to the description to this podcast, enter the promo code LAD50 when you sign up, and you'll get a free bet up to £50. Go on, do it now. Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. It's a confused Stop Hammer Time this week after our three-game winning streak. We played a game of football during the course of us podcasting last week that we ultimately lost uh, in the 116th minute uh, and then we played another game at the weekend and we drew that game. Uh, so our, our being used to constantly winning has, has now fallen on fallow ground, stony ground. Some analogy that I, I can't think Biblical. of. Biblical. Biblical analogy. Can't think of it. Uh, joining me this week is uh, from uh, those of you that are lucky enough to have a computer will know of something called the internet and West Ham's go-to place on the internet for news, views, uh, crews, booze. And things. Who's uh, and canoes <laughs> is KUMB. <laughs> and knees up Mother Brown. And canoes. You forgot canoes. Canoes as well. <laughs> yes. Canoes. Uh, All of those can be found on Knees Up Mother Brown, the go-to place for internet-based news about West Ham. One of its leading lights, founder members, is Gordon Thrower. Good evening. Hello, Gordon. Nice to have you back. Thank you very much. A round of applause. Thank you. Yeah, a small round of applause. He's back. He is regular on this. He's regular as clockwork. <laughs> I don't. I don't I uh, uh, manually, once yeah, a year. Yes. Plan <laughs> sentence before saying sentence. That's the first yeah. rule of speaking out loud. It's Don, <laughs> the Don Peretta. Hello there. Hello, Don. Everything all right? Everything's lovely. Spiffing. Now, we have a very special guest this week. Uh, a lot of you will be familiar with The Guardian. It does courses uh, mainly, uh, uh, how to turn your blog into a screenplay uh, £400 for the weekend does courses a lot of courses turning your turning your vets bills into a screenplay uh, led by uh, is that horses Ian for courses Sinclair. yes yeah. exactly horses for course um, it also does t-shirts uh, with uh, sort of like the uh, shipping forecast areas on or <laughs> cricket Fisher, German bikes cricket fielding positions yes. and, and quotes from Tony Brown on, on T-shirts. Or Tony Brown or Morris, Morrissey on T-shirts. But also, interestingly enough, uh, The Guardian uh, publishes a newspaper. Uh, yeah, as well as, well as well as all those other activities. Amazing. And a man who writes for that newspaper. And, and we, um, we've had Jacob Steinberg on this, uh, on this very podcast quite a lot uh, over Indeed. the years. Uh, and so we have another Guardian journalist. But a Guardian journalist, unlike lazy, lazy Jacob Steinberg, who's <laughs> written a book about West Ham. Ah. Uh, his book is uh, Nearly Reached the Sky. It's a farewell to Upton Park. We are joined by Brian Williams. Well, thanks very much. Well, I think now you've plugged the book. Uh, I'll be off. <laughs> Next time. Yeah. Not uh, if you're around. There he goes, <laughs> into the, on his horse, into the, into the sunset. My high horse, um, of course, being yeah. the Guardian. Yes, of course. Um, and a wonderful book it is, too. And we'll, uh, we'll discuss the book. Uh, well, I'll, I'll say something about the book now, because I've, uh, I've uh, been reading it. It's... Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, 
very, very nice. It's full of it's, words. Uh, it's full of words. No pictures. It's not a chronological no history of Upton Park. Each chapter is, uh, has a different theme. It's a, different, it's a little essay. Each chapter is a little essay, essentially. Uh, it's, uh, it's urbane, it's literary, it's funny, but it's conversational. I heartily recommend it for all your present-giving needs. In that uh, case, I am going to stay. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. These are the, 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 that, 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 that was the argument I was trying to put together to make you stay here uh, you. with us. That, I mean, and the and, super and lock the, the door as well. Yeah, so. yeah, that's that's right. Right. You cannot leave us. Uh, uh, so we've got a couple of games to talk about. The, um, the draw, uh, obviously, at the weekend against Norwich. And um, the uh, narrow loss to uh, uh, Leicester away. Ranieri's Leicester. Um, we do them in order, I think, probably. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a very narrow loss, even though the numbers suggested differently. Right. I didn't see any coverage of it at all. Was it? They were... I, all, I did. They... I don't know if anyone else saw oh, it. I any. did. I had yeah. a, um, uh, one of those computer stream well, thingies I, up and running. I, I had a very good feed of it, because I was working at ITN that night, ah, and I was doing right. that game, so I oh. watched it oh. properly. Right. And we were murdered that night. Um, how how yeah. we kept it down to 2-1, I have no idea. Oh, dear. Se- right. Second half in particular. The first half was, was reasonably even, I thought, but the second half in particular, they came at us. And fair enough, it was a cup game. You know, it was go for it sort of thing. Mm, we changed mm. things around a bit to give one or two people a, a bit of a day off and, um, uh, you know, weren't good enough on the day. Um, well, I, I followed it on Twitter in a curry house in Brixham, so I'm probably... Mm, that's uh, Brixham rather than Brixton. Mm. So I'm probably rather better uh, placed to, uh, to give my opinion yes. on it than most. Uh, yeah, I think, yes, I'm yours. I reckon we was robbed. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> But that, that is, I reckon we was robbed 140 characters. Uh, <laughs> yeah. put enough spaces and, and in, yes. Yeah. You, you, you can add a few other words as well. Ah, so, yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, yeah. I'm, I'm new to this we, game, so we, I'm not sure how many of those words can actually be sent to Oh, all of them. Oh, all fine. Of them. Is everything. We Everything's permitted. robbed. Everything's yes. permitted on this podcast. It's, um, yeah. yeah, no, we wasn't. <laughs> Unfortunately. It, they were at it throughout the whole game. Uh, Leicester were high energy, mm. full on. Yeah. And interestingly, because there was a bit of chit-chat before the game about how our squad is stronger than their squad... And you know we would back our squad against theirs. They made ten change or Ranieri mm, made ten mm. changes to that team. We made five or six. I can't remember. Oh, we filled it. Wasn't as many. It was a strong yeah. team. We filled yeah. it. A strong yeah. team. And you know, I've got I to say their squad actually, acquitted themselves better yeah. than ours did. So. I think actually, uh, ironically, we could have. We probably might have fared better had we made more wholesale changes. Possibly. I think. Um, I think because fatigue you had people, was an issue, you yes. had people in there who. Um, weren't used to playing with certain other people, and mm. it did show. Uh, but no, fair play to Leicester. They, they went, went at it, um, you know, hell for leather, and, um, you know, they deserved the result. It's, it's the League Cup. It's not a game that I'm no. going to lose an awful lot no, of sleep. No, no, no. I mean, I mean from, from my perspective, the Dan Sack was a bit below average, but the Nile was very good. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. My wife had a very nice chicken sarg. This is uh, Guardian Football Reviewing at its best. <laughs> best. I think this is the, the um, finding, finding something in a game to latch onto and build your review around uh, the quality of the meal you had whilst receiving tweets about the game. That's how to review... Mango Lassie? Oh, come no. on. <laughs> I'm not that guard, you know. I've only been there 25 years. I'm still trying to persuade the burger bar in the Priory Road to uh, do nut roast, of course. (laughs) Absolutely. That said, 
We were denied an absolute Stonewall penalty, two probably Stonewall penalties. Yeah. One of which, particularly in extra time on Noble. I'll rest my case. We was robbed. Do you reckon it was only two? I counted four. It's at least two for sure. We was double robbed. Two maybe was debatable, but two two definite. Moses Moses was one, and Noble in extra time. Clear penalty. So at 2 1 up, we might have ridden our luck. Who knows? But there you go. Moses got brought down, I think, three times. There was one at the end where he got brought down just after the keeper had dropped the ball. And the ref gave the free kick the other way. The, the noble booking was just disgraceful. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, you know, what these guys are on, um, don't get me started on referees. <laughs> no, well, there, he's, he's there isn't it. You haven't got enough gigabytes to... Um, he's not having the best <laughs> luck, is he, no, he's no, he's not getting no. the rubber of the green, is he? Days. I, mean, I think that's the first time at Liverpool I've ever seen anybody win the ball and then get sent off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's only, right. Only yeah. at Anfield, yes. Extraordinary, extraordinary, well, extraordinary isn't it? At least would... for, for once, it was rescinded. Yes. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Um, but, but then we get charged. Surely they charged us with uh, failing to control. We've got fined fifty thousand yeah. pounds. Chump change. Chump change. Yeah. Yeah. The fifty thousand pounds. The bill for which should have gone been split between referee Kevin Friend and his boss Mike Riley. And that was about um, what I paid for for the curry in breakfast. <laughs> 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 Oh, this is excellent. playing well, brilliant, isn't it? Brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> so yes, I think, I think, I think um, one of the things though I think that we we're pointing to was the notion that we might not win the league, but actually maybe it's time that we won some silverware. Mm. Yeah, and obviously we well, can cross jinxed, that one off the list. That's jinxed that then. Yes. Yes. No, but that one definitely all, went. All, yes. all of you who thought we were going to win the FA Cup, you can now kiss that one goodbye yeah. and. Um, We'll, uh, yeah, we'll be I'm, off. I'm doing a complex double, triple bluff there. Mm. That's, uh, that's, that's how to win trophies. Yes, yeah. uh, <laughs> that's right. Claims, make claims uh, about winning them uh, that may or may not come true. So then we played uh, at the weekend. We played Norwich, didn't we? And uh, that was a, uh, it was a tall draw. Uh, it was a strange game. We didn't take part in the first half an hour. It was a, it was a, it was the first half was a half of two halves. Yeah. Uh, I thought the, for half an hour uh, we looked like uh, the players had never met and uh, were very tired and hungover. Uh, it was very strange. Um, the strangest thing about it, of course, was that the two players who you would have thought actually had met one another sometime in the past i.e. Tompkins and Noble, the one pass that really cost us so dearly, um, yes. they just obviously were on different wavelengths. He put a really gentle sort of curve on it, on it the did. ball, that took yeah. it away yeah. from... And of course what it did, it teased Tompkins into going yeah. for the ball. Yeah, it was exactly. tantalising, yeah. wasn't it? Backing off I blame and, and trying to defend it, he really sold him right yeah, down the swan. Right. It was very It was very nice. funny, I blame the Tompkins was saying, uh, oh, that ball's coming to me, no, wait, no, hang on, no, no, it's had to run it after was, it. It was a perfect it's bad pass, yeah, yeah, wasn't it? it, was, it was, um, I blame the groundsman, though. I think he cut the grass that a little bit too long because it gripped the spin. A bit of borrow. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> a bit of, right. a bit of, Maybe the ball was wasted swerve, like a, yeah. Which we, helped us in the end, actually. I think that, that Tompkins gave Noble, though, that really did bring out that kind of werewolf appearance that he's got. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, yeah. it, uh, I was half expecting werewolf. Uh, werewolf. some teeth yeah. to be... Uh, Buried in his neck. Yeah, <laughs> I like, I like Tompkins, I like we're Tompkins not, werewolf look. Yeah, we're, we're not playing anyone on Halloween, are we? Just a, <laughs> a bit of a worry. Yeah. 
Um, so. well, no, no, ungentlemanly conduct by sinking your teeth course, into somebody's neck. <laughs> the fixture list for October, of course, has ensured that we're hardly playing anybody. No, no, true. Really, yeah, yeah, Upton Park. Really, that was, um, they could actually get galliards in now and start some of the work for, right. for, for knocking down the stadium. That's not right. that I'm bitter, you understand. I, I would hate that to come out over the next hour. Of course, hour, no, so. no, of course not. I think, I think it's going to show its face, isn't it? Though your bitterness, Brian, it's already... I mean, in a way, it's... We can see it. It's already there. It's already there. It. But then we did start playing, didn't we? We just we sort of bucked our ideas. It, it wasn't the goal that uh, changed it, as far as I could see. We changed, and then a couple of minutes later, we scored. And then we were we... just beginning to sort of do something. Then we scored the goal, and it was like a light bulb went on, as if to say, "Ah, that's the oh, way that's we should be doing should... it." Yeah, yeah. But suddenly, everything between the goal, goal and the end of the well. yeah, it was a fantastic goal. Mm-hmm. Between the goal and the end of the half, um, you know, we could have had another couple, yes. and it was, yeah, yeah. you know. It was they were shell shocked, and then mm. and I thought the second half was relatively even. Um, we had chances; they had chances. Yeah, yeah. Um, the good but thing, but they, being... they, they could have easily gone two or three up before yes, we yeah. scored. Well, I mean, yeah, if Cameron could've... Jerome actually was a killer striker, yeah. that we'd have been out of sight, or they'd have been out of sight. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it, it's the story, isn't it, of teams that actually come up that. Norwich, I thought, played really well. They were quick, they passed it well, but that, and that's why you pay so much money for a striker who puts those chances away. And Jerome had a couple, and if he'd buried them, that would have been game over. Happily, he didn't, and, um, you know, as you say, we started to play quite well. And in fact, that, that, you know, our goal was, um, it was very similar to one that Arsenal scored the same day. And, of course, the match of the yeah. day, absolutely cream their oh. jeans over the <laughs> Arsenal goal. Yeah. Ours was, oh, well, uh, you know, West Ham <laughs> seemed to have equalised. Oh, oh, yeah, well, ours was on. better. It was, Because yeah. the ball, just between the two defenders, yeah. took that extra little thing. T- and and, and, and Sacco had to adjust as he was to get yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. And Sacco's layoff with his back to goal yes. was, was really good. And the initial pass from Noble to start the move Unless we forget. The thing about Sacco there was, as he went running in, you see him just check the run. Yes, it was a terrific Which is, you know, striking instinct. It's brilliant. He's a terrific player, isn't he? He's a terrific player. That was interesting. I think in that first half hour, we couldn't get Payet on the ball. That was sort of part yeah. of the problem. Another problem with that first half hour is that Moses didn't have a, a very good game. After his no, revelatory he he debut against, against, against yeah. Newcastle, uh, I don't know what he was like at Leicester, but, but you know, he had, he had played the City game, obviously, then the, the 2-1, I think you one know, of 120 minutes of football. One of the differences was that, of course, Norwich were prepared to actually chase back and rather than just watch him go past, like yes. Newcastle did. Yeah, 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 yeah it's uh, true. The other thing to consider is that um, it's almost like pre-season for him still because he hadn't had much football. No, even, no. You know, I mean, Chelsea no. didn't have much of a pre-season, which is part of the reason they're struggling at the moment. Mm. And um, he wasn't part, very much part of that. I think he got a game of the Charity Shield or whatever it's yeah, called yeah. this week. And, um, so he's, he's not yeah. had an awful lot of football over the last couple of years. Yeah. He's, yeah. You know, he's still feeling his way back into the game. Absolutely. Bit, so. he, he's... He... Yeah, mm. uh, and and it showed. Oh, he's it showed. He's, he's a good. Obviously, he's he's, he's, yeah, yeah, his yeah. introduction mm. clearly was. Uh, you know, gives us dimensions that we haven't had before. Yeah, and he's another sort of technical player. I think. Yeah. I think what's really good at the moment is that that, that uh, Pae Lanzini 
Moses and to a degree Saka are all quite technical footballers of a good, good yeah. touch. Lanzini's good... really impressed me. I, yeah. I wasn't expecting a lot, to be honest, given his background. And of course, like most West Ham fans knew, sweet FA about him. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think he's really performed well. I really like that. Yeah, and he yeah, works yeah. so hard, he does. doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. You know, he get, puts himself about. He's only little, but he's not scared of... Which of this season you have to if you've got Creswell playing behind you. I mean, what's happened to Creswell? Yes, it's Indeed. interesting, isn't it? Yeah, the, well, is he, is he believing... Worse, though, what's happened to Jenkins? Well, and, yeah. are they believing their own publicity, I wonder? You know, it's... Mm. Uh, I mean, that, that Bournemouth game, I'm still having nightmares about that. Extraordinary, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we had two full-backs, one of whom you sort of had to give one out of ten only because you had to give the other one zero. Yes, <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, is our best team going to actually be with Tompkins at right back? It could well be. Well, based on results, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah. But in reality, I mean, particularly at home. I mean, obviously last season we were you know, really relying on Creswell and Jenkinson to sort of overlap, get some pace into the side, weren't we? But um, yeah, We don't need that we so don't much need this, that so no, much this no. year, no. But here's the thing. Um, true. After the game, when I'd sort of sat down and yeah. done the press stuff that I had to do, and um, sitting on the train on the way home, thinking about it all, and just thought, well, at the end of the day, I've just sat through that 90 minutes and I get all the West Ham sort of bias out of my head. I've just sat down and thought, well, there's 90 minutes. I was entertained in that. Mm, I enjoyed yeah. that as a football match. Um, you know, if I'd have been a neutral, I'd have enjoyed that as a game. Well, did you enjoy it more because we scored it, it, at the death? It, it, <laughs> three minutes in time helped, added on. Because because yeah. last season it was really starting to piss me off when every team was scoring <laughs> against us with three minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but, the Man U game, I'd, I'd, I'd actually bought a new scarf that day. I decided that... Uh, it was time to... A Man U scarf? Please tell me it wasn't one of those half and half It most things, definitely though, yeah. was not one of those half... That's oh. fighting talk, that okay, is. Okay, so I'll, we'll, I'll just we'll, say, we'll, please tell me. We'll step outside I mean, and sell yeah. that one. And I nearly hanged myself with it at the end after, uh, after Blin equalised. That, that was just yeah. shocking. And yeah. we gave away so, so many, many, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, I think eight games or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the late goal did did help, I will admit, but I was trying to be objective and put the sort of West Ham stuff out of the way and I'm sort of looking at it as a game of football rather than as a, a West Ham match if you like and I just thought well, it wasn't a bad game of football I thought Norwich no. played surprisingly yeah. well yes. yeah. I mean Norwich, we all, yeah. we all made a mistake don't we you know teams come up yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously they're just cannon fodder we're going to screw mm-hmm. and they you know, no, they, and, well, the, the, and of course the first goal you know does I know it's a terrible old cliche but it does make a hell of a difference yes. they yeah. took a lot of confidence, confidence yeah. from that they played well and if I'd have been a Norwich supporter, well, I have all sorts of concerns if I was a Norwich supporter. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and probably a criminal conviction as well. <laughs> but um, I'd have been really, really pissed off if I'd have gone away from that with nothing as a Norwich supporter. Yes, yeah, yeah. 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 I think that, I think yeah. they, you know, on the balance of play, they'd be disappointed that they uh, gave away the late goal and, and lost it. Yeah. Well, I think you're probably. always disappointed with the late goal probably. anyway. But I think mm. overall, mm. I think probably draw was probably about the right result at the end. I think on chances, I, I think we, you know... For two thirds of the first half, we were just woeful, and uh, they deserved everything they. You know. yeah. Well, I mean, Adrian did actually give a new meaning to the phrase "saving face," didn't he? Mm. <laughs> yes, yes, he did. Yeah. Bob, yeah. Um, that's the yes. last clever guardian, <laughs> yeah. guardian joke I'll be doing. You're, you're, you're here all week. Aren't you? yeah, so, yeah. No, we did. <laughs> I very much we doubt it. We didn't bring the drum kit in this week. Yeah. <laughs> Next time, you could uh, you could tweet that joke. 
Ah, oh, that's just this modern social media malarkey, it isn't is. it? I've heard tell of that. Yeah. I think The Guardian does a course in uh, t- <laughs> turning, your, turning your conversation into social media and uh, documentary sound bites. Unfortunately, yeah. on a Guardian salary, I can't afford it. A Guardian course. Ah, uh, yes, that's the, uh, yeah, that's the, that's the double bind. Uh, and yet you can afford um, bricks th- and curries. I think that <laughs> the draw was thoroughly deserved. And yes, we started slowly, but we always start slowly at Upton Park. Very few games in the last ten years we haven't started slowly. Mm. I mean, probably against Man City last season, Liverpool last season. Only two I can think of where we didn't start slowly. Unless we play under lights like Newcastle. So why don't we play all our games? Well, under but, even, but even against Newcastle, Newcastle had a lot of possession <laughs> early on as well. Just wasn't, wasn't very useful. <laughs> they just well, didn't know what to do with it, did they? I mean. In, all seriousness, folks. I think that might be something we're going to have to get used to this season, the opposition having a lot of possession. I think that's the way we're going to play. Yeah. And there are clearly a lot of people sitting where I'm sitting in the East End who are distinctly brassed off about it. I don't think they've quite bought into what we're going to be about this year. Funny enough, they were the, the same people very often last season who were uh, slagging the side off for hoofing it. Mm-hmm. Now they want to get it forward quicker, yeah. uh, preferably on the ground. Now the only trouble is that because the other side tend to bring 10 or 11 players with them who try to get in the way of those on-the-ground passes, it makes it a bit difficult, so mm. you've got to pass it around. Now, I mean, our goal against City, for example, Moses' goal against City, yeah. there were 14 passes in, yeah, yeah. and it was a terrific goal. It was a great footballing goal, and there was a lot of sideways and backwards passing. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to break sides down, that's the way we're going to have to do it. I mean, it would help, you know, with Noble, who is one of, obviously, the better passers in the side, did actually pick out the werewolf rather than the Norris player. But we are going to have to get used to that as a crowd. And it may well be that we will be watching games where the away side has more more possession. Yeah, yeah. But if at the end of it, in that top corner, we've got more goals, yeah. uh, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, and, yeah. And exactly. And what do Arsenal, Man City, Chelsea, Man United do? How do they sustain their success? By doing exactly that. Not being impatient, not trying to get the ball up quickly, keeping mm. the ball, waiting for the moment, and when the moment comes, sticking it away. And that's, you know, if we want to... I'm not saying we can yet compete with that, but if we have aspirations to get anywhere near them, and we obviously have to manage with those kind of aspirations, then that's what we've got to do. And we have to be patient alongside the players. I mean, it brings up a wider point in that I think it's been one of the great um, anti-innovations of the modern television era is that you get all these possession stats. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, 20 years ago, or maybe longer, I don't know, but before... Every, you, know, you, you got 23, your, 23 years yeah, ago. Yeah, wait, before they started telling 19. you how long the grass was and, and things like that on, on Sky <laughs> and, and all what that. the weather was like. Yeah, you wouldn't actually, you come away from a game, you wouldn't actually have any idea of what the percentage stats were. And that kind of gives a, a slightly misleading... Yeah, and, and, and it kind of I mean, doesn't yeah. matter anyway yeah, now, does yeah. it? It's, it's, what, it's, it's what you do so, in front of goal that matters. Yeah. People well, come away, oh, we, well, we won 2-0, but oh, we only had eight, yeah, 18% possession. Well, hang on, yeah. Which stat do you want? I know which one I prefer. I mean, look at the Liverpool game. We were by far and away the better team against Liverpool. And yet, I think the possession stats, I don't know what they were, but they they probably weren't that... It was 70-30 or something. It was ridiculous. But but there is is one possession stat that that I thought was fair enough, or one, one to get angry about, was the whole game that time when they had 10 men and still had oh, more than yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we're talking different things. But again, as I say... It's, but not that it mattered because yeah. we still won yeah. that game. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that, that, but that game was annoying for a whole host of reasons, Absolutely. not just the, the, the sky yeah, stats sort of thing. But as I say, I mean, it's like... 
this, this statistical overload and and what's these heat maps? When did they? Come in? <laughs> what, what the hell is all that it's, about? It's like, yeah. cricket, isn't it? Ready Breck. I think Ready Breck. Ready Breck invented the heat but map. It, it's uh, like, you know, hang on a second. I'm looking at that, and all I've learnt from that is that you know Noble needs some loft insulation or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, you know the one I, I think they cheat most on is the shots on target stat. Yeah. Because I I, I think that they don't regard uh, if you hit the post. There's a shot on target, which I find... Well, it isn't really, is it? The target is the bit between the posts. Yeah, well, no, the target is the goal, surely. Yeah. Well, no, the target is the bit where the ball goes into the goal rather than... Yeah, but if it hits a defender and that's a shot on target, is that any different than it hitting the post? Because it's not a goal either way. Well, it's, it's a perplexing a... stat, let's put it that way. This is a question to go on one of the T-shirts that the Guardian sells, like along with a quote from Camus, who obviously was a goalkeeper. I think the post yeah. should be included as a shot on target. That's my view, and I'm sticking to it. There. There's a lot of footballers who've hit the post that would disagree with you. <laughs> I've got to add to my 262 no, goals of grown-up target. football. It's not a goal. No, it's fair uh, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, How about the side netting? As an extension of your argument, though, it's part of the main frame. Well, no, of the because goal. to hit the same side netting, it's got to be out of play, hasn't it? Well, it has, but it's not out of play when he's aimed it. No, mm. I think you've got to include the bit no, between the No, I think it's the, the final woodwork. destination of the ball that is important, not not the intention when it's hit. But anyway, I want passes back to the goalkeeper to be counted as shots on goal. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I want. That's fair. That's I think in the League Cup game against Man City a couple of years ago, they were, weren't they? They were our best, <laughs> yeah. best hope of actually scoring. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Andy Carroll came uh, on and blundered oh, yes. around in the penalty area like a great Dane and uh, caused us a score. Yes. yes. I believe in American uh, football terms, that's probably an assist by scaring the living crap out of John Ruddy. Yeah. Uh, yes. Who obviously didn't fancy going anywhere I think he did get the it. last touch before um, Coyote put it away, so it will be an yeah, assist. Yeah. And the Hail now Mary. That, now that, running, Mary. Interference. Yeah. Yeah. running interference. Now, that that's is a statistic <laughs> I, I'm not crazy about assists. Assist, I mean, what, no. what is an assist? I mean, mm. that is, you know, is it yeah, a blinding cross? We used to call it making goals, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. You made that goal. Yeah. I like that. Yes. Well, now it just means the last person to touch it to before. touch the ball, which, yeah. you know, yeah. could be... Yeah. Could be the like post. on this occasion. Yeah, yeah could yeah. be the post. <laughs> on this occasion is Andy, I mean, Andy Carroll's bum, I think. It, it seems to be a bit more meaningful at the moment with Payet, for example, who has... Loads of these no, genuine. He, he makes goals. Yeah, isn't he? genuine he makes, makes goal. But Carroll, Carroll will get one for basically scaring Ruddy and having the ball punched onto his backside mm, or whatever. Whatever it was, um, indeed, you yes. know. Um, so there's assists Take and it. assists. There was there, a yeah. moment though, to be fair, to Carroll, where he took the ball down, held on to it, beat two players, yes. and laid it off to the wing. Brilliant! Yeah. Wow. That was shortly after he picked himself up the ground after oh. looking like he was out for oh, yeah. the yeah. 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 He came on, gave the ball away, and fell over injured. There and wasn't a person right, in the it? stadium yeah. who didn't think that was his <laughs> yeah, yeah. goal. Tatters. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Another 15 months out. Um, and then, then, of course, he just about got up and was hobbling away. Cliarty <laughs> played the ball, ball straight, straight through. Yes, that's yeah. right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, no, give me it a minute It did seem here, like our, our sort of counter, uh, uh, counter-attacking style and, and uh, counter-attacking with pace does seem to... You know, it seemed like he 
could conceivably not be part of those plans because if you have Antonio on the bench... It'd be all right and... if we give him a head start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't and, and, and if we play the, top, the uh, offside rule that they were playing at Tottenham against Man City. Yes. <laughs> what, the, the, well, the offside, oh, well, you're, you're allowed to be offside. Yes. You're allowed to suspend it. Basically, the offside yeah. wherever yeah. you like. Yeah. Yeah. The offside law was actually repealed. How did Daniel Levy get that law repealed? How did he do that? I could, I could make. With, uh, I, I could make a Lord Ashcroft. Yes, such a corrupt, yeah. such a corrupt team. I, I could make a comment, but um, it would probably get the podcast anyway. Suit. Oh, death, say, it, thought, say yeah. it, say it, say <laughs> it. I demand it. I demand you say it. No. Oh. <laughs> well, apparently they've only managed to uh, finally get planning permission for their new ground because. There was a scrap metal merchant, mm. I understand. And it mysteriously was, burnt down, didn't it? It was hanging out against it, yeah. <laughs> no, and uh, it just, metal doesn't normally catch fire, does it? No, but, no, no. Uh, it does if you pour enough petrol on it. Magnesium. That's true, yeah. yeah. Don't you have to add water to magnesium? It's been a long time since I was at school, <laughs> but... Um, I can only I can only believe that, that he was that the West Ham fan. Water puts fires out. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. That's one thing I remember from <laughs> oh. school. Yeah, yeah. Mm. This is the I post remember. or not the post argument again, isn't it? Mm, yes. <laughs> um, so, yes, um, we, uh, we arrived at Zerati, uh, who I thought that could have been an earlier substitution. I thought Zerati should have possibly been the first substitution they made. I sort of thought, Moses, it wasn't really working for him, and I thought a change could have come a little earlier, uh, Moses, for someone else, and I sort of thought maybe Zerati would have been... Yeah, yet oddly... Just about two seconds before he came off, he, he set up. Yes, so, yes, so, he yeah, did. It's one of those things yes. you think, well, get yep. him off, get him off. Yep. Okay, maybe leave him. The second their <laughs> number goes up on yeah, the side yeah, of the yeah. pitch, they do something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, but uh, anyway. I mean, Obiang's interesting, isn't he, about quite how he fits into the side and, and what his role is. And does. Do you play Kayati, Noble, and Obiang all in the same side when you're trying to win? Because yeah, it starts yeah. to look a bit of a. We're, we're hanging on yeah. for a draw there, doesn't it? Yeah. Depends on where you play Noble, though, doesn't it? Because mm. at the moment, it's Cuyato is the most forward isn't mm. it, of the three, isn't it? Well, he? and that substitution pushed him further yeah. forward, I think. Uh, he's great, isn't he? Yeah, scored he's again. A monster. P- 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 he's yeah. I've, already, I've already voted for him in it's Hammer of the Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's, yeah. You know, he's, well, actually, rel- he's relentless. Actually, to be honest, I voted for Billy Bonds. Well, he has the ghost of Billy Bonds in him, doesn't he? But I'm using the single transferable vote system, (laughs) which, of course, is very popular at The Guardian. And um, so, Kayati might actually uh, nick it on that. So, so basically, next year's Hammer of the Year is Jeremy Corbyn, then. Mm. (laughs) Is that what we're saying? I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, me too. So, um... That's that, that's that. That's that's that. Those are that those really games of football fully discussed. Yeah. Now, and Brian, we are third in the league. Could I lest just, we yes, forget. Could I just remind all those people who were giving Noble particularly such an almighty amount of stick on Saturday that we are third from the yeah, top, yeah. not third from the bottom. And uh, try and remember that because it may not last. Yeah. Four wins, a draw and two losses. You know, we had to, uh, we, we hadn't had any draws at that point. And now we have got one. And had we won Saturday, we could have been top. Yes, yes. So, so how often can we say that? No, we I don't want to pick too I, soon. Yeah. We don't. <laughs> oh, I agree with that as well. I thought that and then I saw who Man United were playing last week. So I thought, OK, let's well, put that one to one. So, yeah. We can try. Yeah. So, turning now to Brian's book, mm. Nearly Reached the Sky, uh, which again typifies what we've been talking about. We could have gone top at the weekend, but we didn't because we drew <laughs> instead of winning. Uh, that's very much 
the history of West Ham is a, is a near fulfilment of, of our dreams and fading away to, you know, metaphors, basically. False storms. <laughs> One thing I thought here is on the strap line on the back of the book, and I thought this could lead us into our discussion, is success, failure, heroism, stupidity, talent, skullduggery. And that's the Guardian Upton. all over. Yeah. <laughs> that's the first line-up of Dave D. Dozy beaking me on tips. <laughs> that's this podcast, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were actually the, the, the original nicknames for the Spice Girls. <laughs> Successful Spice, <laughs> Failure <laughs> Spice, <laughs> Heroic Spice, Stupid Spice, Talented Spice, <laughs> Skullduggery. Uh, no, talented <laughs> Spice. Um, and we, we, we probably better leave Skull Spice alone in uh, the yeah. line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, what I thought we should do is, being is, carbon uh, dated at the is discuss each of these epithets uh, uh, from our time going to see West Ham yeah. at Upton Park. So, success is the first one. Successful. What are our memories of success? I'll kick off. The, um, now, the time we came up, Cambridge was the last home game. We beat them 2-0. Did Clive Allen score? I say, yeah, yes. David, Clive Allen going David Speedy. David Speedy. And I think maybe Trevor Morley. Oh, David Speedy and Morley. I think. Uh, and that was the last home game of that season, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that, the, it was really sunny, really buoyant atmosphere. They still let you walk on the pitch. And because people gonna... had transistor radios yeah. listening to results. <laughs> yes, listening from... to other results. And I remember that day really well. Mm. And uh, uh, wandering onto the pitch because they're going to tear it up in the summer, and they let you. And the team appeared. Uh, the team appeared like the royal family on the balcony, <laughs> and you sort of waved at them. Uh, and that was—I remember walking away from that really happy that game. And uh, it had been an, a good, entertaining season with a sort of a good squad. Uh, um, uh, Bishop Allen, both Allens. Um, speedy on loan, wasn't he from Chelsea? Mm. Uh, that was that was a really. When was that? Nineteen ninety. Is it? So well, we yo-yoed, didn't we? So we I think, yeah. we missed the first season of the Premier League. Premier League. So, so was it before that? Was it was it season ninety two, ninety three, or was it like nineteen ninety one, or whenever we went? Because we went down in eighty nine. Yeah. But then we came up and then went down again. Then came up, then went down again. I think. I'm, sorry, I'm getting dizzy now. It was Billy, Billy Bond was in charge, I think. Yeah, we went down in 89, but we sort of went down and came up twice mm. and then stayed up in 93 Sweet. because we basically joined the second year of the Premiership. We that's weren't right. in yeah, the first year. That's right. I can't remember which one of those two it is. I think it might be the first one, like sort of 90. Yeah. 91. Yeah. I, I, I do I, remember the game. Though, if yeah. I was having to do multiple choice, uh, which 91. is the only way I can ever pass exams, yeah. I think I'd go for 91. Yeah, yeah. The internet is mainly I make your right questions, isn't it? Which <laughs> makes it easy to win those things. Mm. Anything else for success? At, uh... My uh, f- favourite sort of success game was um, uh, 76, the Cupman's Cup semi-final. Uh, against Eintracht. Yes. Um, one of those magic nights under the lights, as uh, we were mentioning. And it was... Whenever I see the footage of it, there's the, the, the one thing that always amuses me is Keith Robson's um, wonder goal, um, where the ball's played through to him and he overruns it or lets it run slightly too far. And there's this communal groan from the crowd because you know it looked like he was going to take it on his stride and bear down on goal and put it away. And he just let it overrun. Then he went back and 
got it back again, just curled, curled it into the top corner. Mm, and mm. it's just that groan always sort of, you know, just it always sticks in the mind, that one. Like... I, I've cited that in the book as the best game I never saw because I was on yes. my way to that game and I got totaled by an Arctic on the uh, North Circular. Oh, wow. And, uh, and never made it. And, of course, we, you know, we know what happened afterwards. Mm. It was one of the great games, one of yes. the all-time great games. And, I mean, Brookings' goal... Uh, the second one where he sells a dummy to the Frankfurt player who actually had to pay to get back in <laughs> yeah. from Priory Road was well, just something wonderful to behold. Yes. And uh, I was sitting by the side of my totaled Ford Escort, uh, which had rusting flitch plates beforehand, and that was no longer a problem after no. the lorry took it out. So, yeah, a great game, that, but uh, I wasn't there. Yeah. So, sorry to drag that up as a bad memory for <laughs> no, no, Brian. No, uh, that really yeah. hurts. Was the quarterfinal in '91 under the lights? Uh, uh, Stuart Slater's finest hour ever. Oh, against Everton. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Monday night, I think. Monday night. Yeah, because I, over the years, have developed a kind of false memory syndrome. That games that I go, oh, that was a great game. Under the lights, fantastic. And Jim goes. That was a Saturday afternoon <laughs> at three o'clock, and I, I generally got sort of forced memories of mm. uh, of uh, how games were, and I can I can see it under the foot. But that well, was I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm not alone in that because, like the Newcastle game where we stuffed a mate one. Yeah, I had it in my mind that it was pouring down with rain that night. I have a picture in my mind mm. of the Newcastle fans keeping, you know, they, they kept on singing, they never stopped in the pissing rain. And when I looked it up for the book, uh, it was perfectly fine. The weather of that yeah. April night, well, that was another Monday night, of course. The pitch was sticky, though. It was, but the heavens uh, did not did open. Not and, uh, and these sort of memories you got, I mean, like, the, um, the year we finished thirds, we, uh, mm. obviously, same, same year, same season, yeah. um, with Ipswich and the penalty uh, with Mark Ward... Again, I had it in my mind that was in front of the South Bank. And, of course, when I checked it out, it wasn't. It was yeah, in front yeah, of the that's Bank. right. So, yeah, um, that, that happens to me all um, the time. I think one of but, the things that might, um, th- that might affect that is the fact that at some stage during proceedings, um, the TV cameras for matches always used to be on the top of the East, East stand. stand. Yes. And they yeah, moved yeah, that. When swapped, they, yeah. They've swapped it over at some stage. So half the games you remember, things happening at one end, and it's... Yeah, you're yeah, there, yeah, but sure, when, you, when you watch it again... That's a good That's a good point. Um, uh, I'll go now then. Your work here is done, right. Brian. Uh, well, I suppose perhaps the 1980 Cup final um, takes a bit of beating, really. As, but that wasn't uh, at Upton Park, though? No. It, no, it wasn't. No, but if we're talking about all time favourite oh, okay. games, yeah, yeah. then. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, I love that game as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I used to drink I, in a bar that Terry Neal owned and ran um, in, not all that far from here, over in. Uh, Terry Neal's Ho- sports bar. Ho- Ho- yeah, that's yeah, oh, mm. Terry well, every, sports bar. Every, I was introduced yeah. to him by a mate who knew him, and um, yeah, it's, you know, it, it's explained I was a hammer. Mm. Every time I walked into that place, Neil used to smile ruefully at me and shake his head and go, Brooking, a header. And just shake his head. <laughs> and Paul Allen, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my, my kind of... I've got a couple of those sorts of games. The one that I really, really remember enjoying massively was the night against Liverpool 4-1 where Paul Ince yeah. demonstrated what an unbelievably good footballer was, if not mm. necessarily a good human being. Mm-hmm. And, and um, Tony Girl's free kick, of course, Tony to wrap it all kick, up. Indeed. A thing it, of beauty. It really, mm. really... It was, it was such a brilliant... And do you what, know that... Archetypal that, night under lights. That game, I, and it's so rare for a West Ham fan, 
when I went in, I just knew we were going to win. Mm-hmm. From mm-hmm. The, the moment I sat down, I thought, this is going to be our night. And, of course, we were... Uh, I mean, we were terrible that season. Well, we were on oh, our way yeah. to get we, relegated. We went down and... There was no reason for us to win that game, but I never doubted it, even when they, they pulled one back. A little bit like uh, those spells of form that we came into under both Pardew and Allardyce when we came up. Uh, the Ipswich game... Um, mm was uh, you sort of knew we were going to win that. Sort of in, the, in the playoffs? In the playoffs, yeah, yeah. 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 You sort of yeah, yeah. knew we'd win. That was that our best game. football all season. <clears throat> everything was, everything yeah. was pumped, the crowd Jack was Collison was on fire. Yeah, yeah, and the yeah, place yeah. was rocking that night. Yeah, yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. The other game that really, really sticks in my head was when we beat Bolton 3-1 during the... Um, um, Great escape year. Yeah, mm. it, was, it was just a wonderful... I cried that game. There was that moment when... Um, Tevez crossed the ball to Mark Noble, who smashed it in from 25 yards. That when that went in, I actually such a cried. Good goal, that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I love that game so much because it was such an important moment in our eventual greatest. I don't think Mark Noble ever got the credit he deserved for the great escape. I mean, so no, much of it. No, so, him coming into the know, team. It was all about yeah, yeah. Tevez, but what Noble yeah. did was, was terrific. I mean, well, and I'm Collins like, as well. Collins yeah. uh, came into the defence, didn't he? Lucas uh, Neal. Uh, mm. We signed Lucas Neal. Did he play all that much he, in the yeah. Yes, he, he did. Injured? He was the he architect did. of that survival. I had to know. He was um, more of an architect than you think because um, when all the hoo-ha was going on, well, we'd been fined by the, um, the, the FA, yeah, the, the authorities yeah, yeah. and all that. Tevez was actually um, uh, very uh, fed up with the whole thing and really, at one point, was threatening to walk away and wasn't going to play. And... Um, Neil was recovering from injury and Tevez had a slight knock and basically they locked the pair of him in one of those oxygen chambers and Neil was actually under... Talked him round. Basically, Neil was under instruction to make sure he plays and um, basically Neil talked to him and said, look, the fans think the world of you and all this, talked him into playing and um, I think the next day we played up at Wigan and... and yeah, and and Tevez for the rest of the season was like, like had his sleeve rolled up, right? Mm, we're going to stand. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 but but at one point, that Tevez was was like, what's happening now? I'm, mm. uh, what's this about a contract being cancelled? I'm going to walk out. This yeah. is too much of a mess. Neil talked him round, and also Rob Green as well that year yeah. because mm. he got absolutely slaughtered, doesn't he? When we lost. At Reading, Kirbishly, yeah, yeah. publicly. Mm. Well, he dropped him, didn't he? Played uh, publicly when actually none of the goals were yeah. his fault. Yeah, uh, and then he got back in the team, and he was outstanding for the rest of the season. I mean, well, like, Kirbishly was was very iffy about Noble, and, and yeah, sort right. of reluctantly he started to put him in the team regularly. He was he was. Um, you know, sort of chasing his tail a lot with team selections. When, when well, I don't I think you fancied Tevez very much. He didn't play Tevez until January right. on a regular yeah, basis, yeah. did he? Right. So. Um, OK, so failure is the next in our oh, list. Um, I, uh, um, <sighs> my sort of... There was a sort of just a capitulation with our last game at home under Grant where we just... Routinely got beat by either Sunderland or Sunderland. Two, three nothing. Sort of three nothing. Yeah. And it was just before that we'd lost to Wigan, wasn't it? No, that yeah. was actually. To be fair, uh, that last game, Grant, they, we got relegated up at Re- Wigan, and oh, Grant, well, Kevin Keane was in charge. Got, yeah, Kevin yes, Keane. That's, right, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, but it good was knowledge. just not. You know, it was a, it was like a kind of game with not one shred of pride or one shred of you know, come on, let's. 
it's our last game of the season. We've really screwed this up. Let's really get out there and play. We were just routinely beaten by an, by by another side in in that game, and that was just so sort of dispiriting. You know, actually, the fans had a little bit of a kind of. Uh, you know, last day of term attitude, and it doesn't feel like a kind of last dance at the disco of doom uh, that the, <laughs> the, 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 the thing actually was. But um, you know, it it was that because it was just a you know we were we were down and yeah. it was really dispiriting. Yeah, well, my my great fail, I guess, is the antithesis of that, which is the semi final at Villa Park, which yeah. I know technically we lost. Yeah. But we didn't really. No, no, it was just taken from us by Keith Hackett, wasn't it? It was. We were absolutely cheated out of that. And uh, Tony Gale, uh, I spoke to him about that for the book. Yeah. And funny enough, um, he told me that he hadn't spoken to Hackett for years. Uh, The last time they spoke, there was some quite strong industrial language, apparently, (laughs) uh, passed passed between them. And uh, Keith Hackett rang up Tony Gale shortly before I spoke to him and asked him whether or not he wanted to appear on a video he was making about um, refereeing. Uh, with Tony <laughs> yeah. And the language was quite industrial again. Uh, yeah, quite yeah. rightly so. Oh, good old time. A bit, un- bit unself-aware, Mr Hackett. But it? what a good day that was from a supporter's point yeah. of view. I mean, that was the finest demonstration of support that I think you could ever hope to see yeah, for any yeah. club. Yeah. And, of course, there was... There was everything going against us, the sense of injustice and... I mean, it was a shocking decision. I don't know yeah, it was even a yeah. booking. I don't know. Yeah, completely. It certainly wasn't yeah, a red yeah. card. But the way we got behind the team and stayed behind them and through that second half, I mean, it was so loud. I was in the stand, uh, you know, the main stand at, at Villa, uh, obviously a bunch of Forest uh, in the other side, and when they scored their third and fourth goals, the noise was so loud, you couldn't actually hear them celebrating. Yeah. It just goals. got louder. Was it? It, it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goal. Was we superb, we never missed a beat. It was an amazing day, wasn't it? Because I remember driving up to the game and listening to the, um, the, Spurs, the, other Arsenal game, the Spurs Arsenal game, game and, and, and hearing all the heroics that were going on there. I mean, you probably had two of the greatest semi-finals ever in one day, didn't mm. you? I mean, it was a really extraordinary day. In fact, there was an incident involving Gascoigne, wasn't there, in that game, mm. that I think Hackett decided... That, that I think, if I remember correctly, Gascoigne had gone in for a, a really bad challenge like he, he used to do yeah. and kind of got away with it scot-free. And it was like Hackett was going to say, if that happens in this game, yeah. I'm going to show who's yeah, boss. Yeah. And he did. And, of course, he, you know, he absolutely yeah. wrecked the game. Yeah. Not that I bear a grudge, you understand. <laughs> no, no, no. I think... No, it was absolutely spot the game, didn't it? It was a, yeah. it was a, it was a disaster. My, my, I like to think of heroic failure in the same way. I mean, well, there was one heroism. Heroism is annexing the. Oh, truth of the price of one. Well, we don't. Yeah, okay. Okay. So we can get my, this finished and go down the pub. My failure game then is is the one where we played Man United. This is in the Canio era, and we were three 0 down in after nineteen minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. And and it was men and boys. They were just yeah, yeah, different level. And the Canio basically took them on on his own. On his own, yeah. Got, yeah. A, got us back to three two was a fingertip away from making it 3-0, yeah. and then the ball went up the other end yeah. and, they, and they won 4-2. Yeah, yeah. that was, Van that was, Howe was in goal. Was right. Van Mem- was remember in goal, um, Di Canio's reaction when the, the, that goal, the fourth one, yeah. went, went into the other end when he'd been that close. Yeah. And yeah. It was, you know, there was a the man who actually fist. felt... It was, yeah. uh, he beat he, Arsenal kind of on his own yeah, one year, yeah, I, yeah, remember. Yeah, I remember. That. Oh, and right. Chelsea yeah. at Stamford Bridge. Oh, at Stamford Bridge, definitely. He was, you know... He, yeah, a lot of the kind we of... We can eulogise forever, can't we? About brilliant, him. but bonkers. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, obviously, his goal against Wimbledon, that was a kind of heroic act. Uh, Tevez's leap into the crowd after his free kick uh, against Spurs. 
that was a heroic failure, no? That's heroism. I mean, that was a game at the end of that. Um, uh, he probably won't thank me for mentioning this, but because he's now, he's now uh, an older teenager, but uh, young Thomas, who sits behind me, bless him, was in absolute tears after that game. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and I just thought, well, yeah, that was a game we'd given, given it a go. I mean, if we're looking at failure, my thoughts sort of tend to... It's just a memory, really, rather than a specific game. But just remember going to see us play, and it would have been, what, 78 when we got relegated then. The last game of the season, we needed something out of it to have a chance of staying up. Liverpool did as 2-0. Yeah. And it was, you know, we weren't very good in the game. Liverpool sort of strolled through it and won 2-0. But it was the attitude of the Liverpool players as, as they came off. And they were all sort of gesturing and sort of taking the mickey, basically, out of the yeah. fact that we were down. And I didn't like Liverpool before then, and I've had a hatred of them <laughs> since then. Well, that happened was... at Birmingham, didn't it? When yeah. we went mm. down there and Savage came over and sort of ruffled yeah, yeah, somebody's yeah, yeah. hair, wasn't it? And, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. And, uh, and Terry McDermott made... leapt, leapt to mind when he said, like, yeah, we think, yeah, I just thought, no. I mean, yeah. They've never had an awful lot of class and all that, and yeah. to see them struggling, it just. Sorry, we played Liverpool at Anfield this year, haven't we? But I can't remember yeah. the score. Oh, could could you, somebody yeah. just remind well, me? Yeah. What it was? Hang on a second, I've got a photograph of the Some, scoreboard on my phone that I took yeah. while I was up Let's there. Put it on the Facebook. Oh, page. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it is, in fact, my profile thing on Facebook. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, those these have been kind of uh, heroic um, performances. Already this season, they're kind yeah. of, I mean, the three nil Anfield was amazing. You know, take me, Lord, I'm ready now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, heroism. Lanzini shouldering, lovering off the ball, <laughs> and, and the lino, the lino, and the lino. Yeah. The, you know, he's a little tiddler, great. and you kind of go, "Wow, this guy." Yeah. Is, when you uh, see a linesman or an official go over, yeah, it's yeah. always it's good. Good. invariably yeah. it's yeah. good. Paul Alcock, obviously, oh, there's been an yeah. anniversary <laughs> of that yeah. quite recently, isn't there? The downside of that was it meant that we didn't well. Decanio was part of part of us, and I think there's a, still a residual thing from that. We couldn't buy a penalty. Um, no, 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 no. Yeah, but, we, but we got Decanio, yeah. so yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the upside yeah. of that. True. And then he couldn't buy a penalty. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course, when we did get one, there was him and uh, Fat Frank, wasn't there? Sort of the, oh, yeah, well, well, that sort of comes under my stupidity. That, 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 that's one of my stupidity. What a game that was. That, that, what a game that, that was. That particular game, though, that... that that was about the fourth penalty we should have had, and it yes, oh, yeah, just yeah, got yeah. embarrassing, didn't That's it? That's when he made the, um, the I want, to go to, I want to be substituted yeah, yeah. gesture. Well, he sat down in front of the bench, basically. Yeah. Did did he he bite, was that the one where he bit the ball, or was that another game? He actually bit the ball. <laughs> remember that? I don't remember that one. Yeah, no. I remember him wrestling with... Well, it's not uh, Tompkins, because it had burst, wouldn't it? Just a werewolf. Oh, no. Zombie football. I think Decanio's probably had rabies at some point. Which category have we reached? I'm not sure. We might be on stupidity. Okay, yeah. There's a lot of that. Okay, um, uh, I think Manny Onayimi playing in the <laughs> oh, cup game oh, that, w- oh, that yes. would have to be up there, wouldn't it? Yes, he, definitely. I mean, how did he not know that he played in a previous round? <laughs> yeah. I mean, when they it's sent him he's on, a footballer. surely he's going to say, "Here, Gaffer, I uh, probably turned out for." He may not even have understood the concept of well, being cup. Well, well, no, yeah, no, that's well, probably that, more the that, point. That, you probably realised he played for Gillingham. Nobody thought to ask him or. Nobody thought it relevant. Um, he certainly, yeah, as I say, sometimes, and I know that they're not all like this, but sometimes the, the intelligence of your average professional footballer does well, think, depress me. I, I actually think that they, because they're so mollycoddled and people do things for them, they don't pay their own mobile phone bills, yeah. they don't, you know, yeah. they don't shine their shoe, they don't do anything. Think, they yeah. just, and they don't, they don't have to think, <laughs> well, do they? I mean, whenever you they, see they, a professional footballer's been arrested for drink driving, what possesses somebody on £20,000 a week to think that 
no, I'll save myself £20 cab fare here. And, you know, oh, get a chauffeur. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jermaine Defoe's probably got yeah, one by it's now. Cause, yeah. It's because they're usually caught in their Lamborghinis yeah. and they like to drive their Lamborghinis, don't yeah. they? Or their, you know, their fastback Bentleys or whatever they're called. Yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, stupidity. Yeah. But, of course, without that... Um, yeah, Manny Yingling. Um, <laughs> Manny, Manny, as, we, Gage, as yes. we like to call him. I mean, we did only have ourselves to blame for that because we'd um, we'd got caught up in some nonsense, hadn't we, the season before, where we had fielded someone who was ineligible because they played in a European game. So, it, oh, Stimatch. There it was, was Stimatch. Yes, Stimatch. Right. Basically, yeah. what happened was. We played him in a European game, but he still had a booking. He was still, he was still from about twenty-five years ago. He was still ago, technically was still suspended, suspended, wasn't he? Or something yeah. like that. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that, and we—I mean—we got a slap on the wrist for that for one. That, yeah. But yeah, you would think that maybe once yeah. bitten and all that completely. Um, once stupidity bitten, for me. Worried. I think um, a game leaps to mind. Um, watching a bit of a hangover because I'd flown down from Edinburgh for where I'd been for a stag weekend. Um, Sunday match against Leeds, and um, it was. One of Repka's non-finest hours where oh, him yeah. and Viduka... Of which there were many. It, yeah, it was basically Viduka had gone on to the pitch thinking, Repka, I can wind him up. And oh, the P45 been... derby, as it was done. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. No, it was... Was that yeah. the 5-1? Uh, no, uh, basically, uh, we lost no, four, it. 4-3. We were 4-0 down. We got it back to 4-1 at half-time, I think. The no, we were 4-0 down at half-time, if I remember correctly. We scored three and in the second half. We were superb. We got applauded off the pitch. Mm. But, but was... Well, we got applauded off by those people who remained. Yeah, Because I was there. I have never seen so many people... People leave up some park at half time. But the thing about which that, in it, itself is stupidity, was, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Yes, I mean all those people who left early on uh, on Saturday. Saturday yeah, yeah, can yeah, I yeah. just yeah. say ha ha? ha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I arrived uh, when we were three nil up against Wimbledon, uh, and oh, then wow. um, uh, missed Shaka. all of those goals. Then saw the four that they scored. That was your us. fault, then, was it? Yes, that was my. That was Shaka's great night in goal, wasn't it? Yeah, that was my stupidity for that. Um, I liked. It's not stupid, but like, you know, people have such kind of double standards when they kind of um, uh, when a streaker comes on the pitch. They go, oh. Idiot! What an idiot on the pitch, or like a sort of a, a pitch invader. But that guy that came on in the Spurs game at the beginning of last season and took a free kick. <laughs> <laughs> the, the game was the game yeah. was stopped for a free kick, and he just ran the length of the pitch, wasn't stopped, and just seamlessly kicked the ball. And it only went over the bar by about six inches. I believe Daniel really... Levy tried to sign it, yeah, and replaced yeah, yeah. yeah. it was, it was Baldini actually. <laughs> it was very good, an excellent, uh, excellent. Pitch invasion. Can I add one to the heroes list? Just a oh, thought of course, uh, yes. at the bowling. Um, uh, Johnny Howson for his, um, his, <laughs> his <laughs> the pigeon, saving the pigeon. Yeah, uh, ah, yes. that, that was a marvellous. Canary saves pigeon. Yeah. Canary saves yeah. pigeon. Yeah, no, I awesome. promised her I wouldn't do any more. I, I, I don't yeah. sit in the East End, but I'd avoid the pies <laughs> there for a little while yeah, if yeah, I were yeah. you lot. <laughs> yeah. uh, talent. Um, I give you. I give you Alan Devonshire. Well, yes, yes, absolutely. So many, absolutely. Devonshire, Brooking, um, Decanio, uh, as we mentioned, Bonkers. Um. The Rigobert song. <laughs> I sort of feel like um, Spice Girls there, there, were players that, <laughs> there were players that, you know, when, when we have a good spell uh, every few years, there are players that, that have been and gone that I were going, oh, it's a shame they didn't play in this mm. team with some people up front. There was that period uh, 
when we first got into the Premiership, but before we got Hartson and Kitson, where we had a brilliant sort of midfield, but just no bite up front. Yeah. So, yeah, sort of Moncur, Michael Hughes was a fantastic footballer, I thought. When we signed Hughes... He just yeah, looked great he from the first game he played. Like Sinclair, you know, Sinclair scored two on his debut and you yeah, just yeah. went, bloody, where's this guy been yeah, hiding yeah, yeah, yeah. since he scored that was overhead? Martin Allen was in that midfield as well, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, you know, fantastic yeah. players. Yeah. Bishop, you know, those those yeah, yeah. vids that uh, Rob Banks puts up, you know, some of those ones from kind of the late 80s and the early 90s, you just go, what a team that is. You know, really good players. Yeah. But quite often just no cutting edge. It's sort of Dowie and maybe Cotty on his second visit or... Or an ageing Morley, uh, yeah. you know, Jimmy then, Jim, Jimmy yeah. Tree. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Yeah, then, then a yeah. sort of parade of kind of, you know, Alex Bunbury, Mike Newell, oh, just no Mike yeah. Newell, you know, just no yeah. Mike Small, Mike Small, yeah, yeah. Small. who he started off very well, thirteen before Christmas, yeah, he started off very well, top, top yeah. scorer yeah. in the league. I, I might, I mean, I, I like, I mean, notion of talent for me. It's obvious who the great players are. I think you know sure. my my. Personal favorite is Frank McAvaney. I just loved yeah, his yeah. swagger and yeah. his 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 you know his complete disregard for his body <laughs> and for good behaviour <laughs> yeah. and all the rest of it. Of course, to him, talent and, meant something else, didn't well, it? Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, indeed, yeah. But, but he was the one because Di Canio, whilst brilliant, also was a really dedicated trainer. Yeah, first yeah. on the pitch and last to leave on the training ground, last to leave and all that. McAvaney was the exact opposite, <laughs> and it was his talent that actually absolutely dragged him through. Yeah, yeah. But what I particularly love or would like to mention it is the players who are not recognised for how good they are sure. and my favourite was is George Paris George Paris was yep. an absolutely brilliant left back and not given any of the credit no, no. that he should have had because he was in an amazing team all the rest of that team that year you know, and he was like the new boy but if you watch that, that game against Newcastle the 8-1 he had an absolute storm of that mm-hmm. game I think three of the goals were his passes uh, split in the defence he was a wonderful player I loved, loved I, watching I've, I've done a thing in the book about unsung heroes okay. ah. and um, ah they say oh we didn't get to that chapter um, <laughs> uh, and I, I've done sort of one for each decade and uh, I'm sure I can remember them all myself now off uh, the top of my head but Jack Collison uh, is in there, mm-hmm. and as is Tony Gale, who is a, mm. an all-time favourite of mine, I must admit. And um, for Gale, there were so many reasons, not least of all the cup game against Aldershot, when the little lad uh, who had terminal cancer came on. Gale was captain for the day, and he just wasn't just a great footballer, he was a great man as well, and he took absolute charge. He looked after the little lad. There wasn't a dry eye in the house. Mm, mm. And um, it sort of went beyond football. It kind of yeah. emphasised yeah. what is important about the whole thing and why we go every week and yeah, yeah. You know, what it's all about. So, and he's a sort of smart, funny guy as He's well. a very like funny his, guy. I like his yeah, punditry. He's a, very, yeah. he's, a, he's, a, he's a good guy, I think. Yeah, I like Tony Gallagher. And he always used to puke before every game, didn't he? Mm. he put his fingers down his throat before every game. The... Um, Wow. That's not as factual. I was going to say, it's a bit like us just before the podcast, Billy, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's in Billy Bond's did he, autobiography, did he, I think. Did he think there would be a weigh in or something? <laughs> trying, so, trying to get his well, weight down for the game. Right. Well, he, he usually did it when uh, it was Keith Hackett's boots. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Paris would, you know, would play midfield as well, wouldn't he? He was got a really good utility really player. Good player. He was, uh, you know, one of those players like, uh, you know, Keith Rowland we had was a player that sort of came in, did a job whenever he played. Yeah, he wasn't the best player in the world, but he was a good utility player. Scored that goal against Man U, didn't he? 
Um, and hit the post against yeah. Forest yes. in the semi-final. Yeah, nothing that's right. He yeah, took yeah. no shit. <laughs> he took no shit. <laughs> Famous. No, 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 took no, no shit. No, no. It's good enough for me. Skullduggery. Skullduggery. Oh, got to be the... The Bond scheme. Or the floodlights twice. Oh, yeah. That was Skullduggery, Um... Kitson kicking the ball out early in a game really uh, way back to Liverpool the, that uh, the spread on, on, on the throwing yeah, yeah. Kitson that was now that in my mind is an evening game Kitson kicks the ball out very early on in the game and people said that's uh, from a Malaysian betting syndicate which could be possible there might be at sort of different times for Malaysian hours or something uh, though of course, I Malaysia... believe Malaysian bookies keep slightly different hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, yes, to to regular people. Uh, yeah, 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 I think they'll come around well, any time a, of the yeah, night if you haven't paid. Night work involved. <laughs> <laughs> having people killed time, they call it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like the, the opposite of happy hour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, skull, other skull, skull duggery, just other basically. Well, I think we should hand over to Brian here. Yeah. You know, yeah having yeah. researched yeah. it more thoroughly. All right. Well, we the ultimate skullduggery in my book is selling Upton Park to Galliards <laughs> and moving to the Olympic Stadium, which I am dead against. I think it will end in tears, and uh, it never should have been allowed to happen. Ah, Ooh. interesting. Interesting. Disgust. Yeah. Mm. Um, is that skullduggery or is that just... I mean, that, I'm sure there's some uh, skullduggery uh, uh, going right, in there well, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, I think when the figures come out the, yeah, that yeah. Uh, there will be a fair amount of skullduggery uh, unearthed in all of that. But the general principle of yeah. taking your stadium uh, and flogging it and then going to rent somewhere else, I don't think Golden Sullivan will uh, be owners of the club for more than two years tops. It will be sold to probably another dodgy Russian billionaire or an Arab sheikh with more money than sense. The Olympic Stadium will look great on the telly. It will be rubbish for fans. Uh, the pre-match, post-match experience will also be rubbish. Uh, you won't be stopping off in the Denmark or the Central or the Black Lion. You'll be drinking corporate booze. You'll be eating corporate food. Stratford World of Beer. And or, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And that's what going to football will be all about. So take a megaphone, take a set of binoculars and uh, probably take a blanket as well. Mm. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I'm not well, quite with you there, but I, I see uh, where you're coming from. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a bit fatalistic about all this because I think that um, it was something that was always out of our hands. Um, and I say well, our I'd... hands as supporters, not ours, ours as a club. And... Um, um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to be gutted to leave the place. Um, well, the East End could have been developed. There were actually plans yeah. of yeah, foot. Yeah, absolutely. To... It goes up to 42,000. Yeah. Yeah. There the is no or... need for a bus garage at yeah, the end no, of Priory no. Road. I mean, that's basically defunct anyway. Absolutely. We could have gone back into Priory Road. The plans were afoot. We could have built... Now, I know the transport links to E13 are not clever, but there is more to life than how you get there on the train. And there is no great consideration in the move being given to how comfortable it is going to be for fans to get to Stratford. In fact, the Olympic Park isn't all that brilliant to get to by public transport anyway. It's a, you know, it's a fair old step from Stratford. And all in all, I don't think it's a great thing for the club to have done. Skullduggery, well, maybe a bit strong, mm. but uh, it's, it's pretty shit. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm not trying to change the subject, but I was going to say on the subject of skullduggery, what are we counting as skullduggery? Are we talking about just a general 
um, egg, you know, flagrant for the laws of the game or, or, or really underhand Malfeasance. Stuff. Yeah, well, I suppose the ultimate yeah, skullduggery yeah. Was, uh, was the Icelandic mob, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I mean uh, thinking, of, you know, thinking of that on like, that sort of lines. You know, that, that was just total financial corruption and uh, they went bust, the club practically went bust, Iceland went bust. Uh, yeah. but it, it wasn't Kier, good. We unfortunately had to deal with something called Kia Jarabchan for far oh. too long. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, you're, you're speaking to somebody who actually um, sat in a room for a couple of hours interviewing Scott Duxbury, for example. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. And, um, they had shower facilities, did uh, they? Well, when you came out. I, mean, I mean, it was, it was one of those um, count your fingers after you shake mm, hands yeah, with yeah. guys. I yeah. mean, to be fair, he did make me a cup of coffee, but I was sniffing it just to see what was in it. Rehypnal. Were you tired and strangely spent after your <laughs> time with Scott? <laughs> a, bit, a bit like how I feel after this podcast, mm. actually. Mm. Mm. So you mm. should. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, there's still a lot of that which... Um, um, on a bound not to actually broadcast or publish after that interview, but um, I'll tell you after in the pub. Okay. But, oh, uh, sounds great. But yeah, I mean, that so whole... we'll be winding up fairly soon, though. <laughs> we are winding up fairly soon. I think that, that, whole, time, that whole era, that whole era, um, yeah, it was was, was yeah. leaping to well, mind. Yeah, I've got yeah. a few stories, but then we can talk about that later. Yeah, well. yeah. Um, Excellent. Yeah. Uh, well, that's 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 probably it. So um, uh, all good bookshops are, are stocking nearly reached the sky. A farewell to Upton Park, and some lots of good bookshops too. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and, and and good internets as well have it. Where, where is where is best for us to, to purchase said item so that most you get of the, the most money for it? Yeah. yeah, I mean, if I go to the Barry Smiths, they're going to take their cut. But if I go to well, if you come to me directly, directly, if um, I go to Brian Williams there, online, or there, well, like there that. is actually a nearly reach the sky Facebook page. Ah. Uh, and if you would like to get in touch with me via that, if you'd like a signed copy, oh, um, love one. So that's Facebook. Definitely, nearly reach the sky. I'm is, sure. Uh, look for that. On Facebook. I'm sure we can come to a very reasonable arrangement. Mm. Uh, mm. Shall indeed. Uh, well, it's a very good read, uh, what I've read so far of it. Uh, um, some excellent... Uh, uh, the chemical is named that makes chilli hot in it, uh, which is... Well, this is based on the Scoville scale. This is how you measure how you measure right. the heat of, the heat of, of chilies. chilies yeah. And I've adapted that to uh, measure crap refereeing decisions. Obviously, it's now called the Hackett scale. Yes, uh, the, excellent. The, the, the sort of barometer is a million Hackett's for the Tony Gale sending off, and then the sort of refereeing decisions that uh, I've come to know and love over the years that are, that are graded accordingly. Anthony Taylor gets a mention. Yeah, uh, please tell me Mike Dean's in there somewhere. Well, how we've had Anthony that. Taylor twice in. I'll tell you who else gets a mention in a, in a kind of a Woodward and Bernstein uh, esque. <laughs> Uh, example of investigative journalism, the crying child is named uh, from the Nottingham Forest game. The, the, the crying child who featured, he loomed large on this podcast for several weeks, the crying child, and he's named, named. by Brian Williams wow. in this book. How so, old must he be now? Must be oh, 23, 24. Yeah, he's probably waiting outside yeah. for me. But, uh, <laughs> oh, he's at a university of tears. Yeah, yeah. Well, ch- children at games is, you know, I think it's still an issue, and... Um, and indeed, so is crying. I mean, I would have crying banned at games. They should be. I mean, it should be illegal. Uh, if, if you're, if by you're players or by fans? Uh, well, both. Unless you're a small child, in okay. which case. Am I allowed to shed a tear at the last game of this? Oh, season? oh no, 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 that. that, that no, okay, yeah, yeah, as long as there's no player left on the pitch when you do it, I, then I, that's because I, I had exclusion. Dehydrate myself with tears on that day. But, mm. but you see people. Um, 
Well, you mentioned it yourself, Gordon, that uh, at the, uh, the Liverpool game, there's a little lad there who kind of barely knew what was going on. And, um, you know, there have been too many Avram Grants sitting in the stands, age four, uh, at uh, West Ham. You've got to be a bit older before you take him, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because of the tears, because of the, the constant crying. Well, can I get bored? Yeah. Until they can concentrate concentrate on the game and understand yeah. what's going Hence on. Hence the expression, bored to tears. Um, yeah, football. <laughs> football is ultimately boring. I don't know what we're doing, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's uh, that's uh, that's wrapped it up. Um, uh, I we're we're not going to mention predictions. Predictions. Say, we're not going to mention Sunderland. Oh, oh, I've also got to read this out. <clears throat> <clears throat> Listen to this. <clears throat> we have signed up with Ladbrokes to bring you some exclusive betting odds and offers that we have wrangled out of them for you. Follow the links on the description to this podcast or on our Facebook page and Twitter feed. For starters, there is a free bet of up to 50 quid for you when you click the link and enter the promo code LAD50, LAD50. I hope some of you got uh, on our away win prediction on the Ladbrokes mini-pod and took the 11-1 to 1 odds on an away win. That must be left over from the last, uh, um, because not the because Le- Leicester game would not garner you a huge uh, uh, a huge uh, return. But uh, but I think a couple of people, um, uh, Jackie Hughes, who listens to the podcast, she sort of put an accumulator on based on the uh, I guess the. Liverpool and Man City results. (laughs) And so made quite a lot of money, like 260 quid or something. It's your round, Jackie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So she can afford a copy of the book then? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Uh, Which is priced how much? I demand that you buy it. That's 12.99, but uh, get in touch with me via the Facebook page and we can come to a deal. £1.50. I I pledge it here on this podcast. Think of me as the Harry Redknapp of (laughs) of booksellers. I'd like to take 10% (laughs) of all purchases. You'd like to. So would I. <laughs> so uh, that's it. Oh, oh predictions, predictions for Sunderland. Predictions for Sunderland. <clears throat> um, 3-1 to us. 3-1 to us. Yes. Up at the Stadium of Light. 3-1 yes. to us. Mm-hmm. Bold. Bold. And the one presumably Defoe. Uh, yeah, there's the law of the X kicking in. Well, I'm, I'm going 1-0 Sunderland with Defoe scoring in the fourth minute of time mm-hmm. added on. Mm. <laughs> Ever the what, optimist. What <laughs> <laughs> well, I could make it 2 0 Sunderland. 2 uh, 2. 1 all. 1 all, I'm saying. 2 one and all. a draw, I think. No, no. It's, two, it's, it's the Mark Lawrence and easy opt out. Yeah. Go, okay, go all right. For the draw. Um, I'm, I'm going to say 5 1. That's more like it. Uh, uh, to Sunderland. All right. uh, <laughs> 5 1 to Sunderland. Excellent. But you know what happened the last time you made a daft prediction? I know, uh, I know. So Liverpool that. game, I said uh, Liverpool nil, West Ham United three, and I was right. So, uh, with me this week have been Gordon Thrower. Thanks very much. Don Peretta. See you next time. Brian Williams. It's been a pleasure. Come on, you irons. This is a playback media production served to you in association with Why Not Think People. Sports Social Podcast Network.